what's it like dating in your early 30s while also being in two different continents today's love life subjects yinka 31 and kayode 32 talk about how they've been acquaintances for 13 years and how they dated in 2019 and got married in 2020 they talk about kayode's attachment to his former fiance of eight years yinka's need for setting boundaries and how they handle being married and living in different time zones. This is the Coco's Love Life. My earliest memory would be in 2005. We both were in the OAU pre-degree program. We had to form a choir for Catholic students for a university event and we both joined. I remember he was skinny and a little light-skinned. <laughs> light-skinned and skinny. Now, oh, wow, tough crowd. We went to the same university, shared a couple of mutual friends. In fact, my first ever girlfriend came and Yinka were friends. We're honestly still friends. Before I married Kayode, I had to ask her for permission. Can you believe she even forgot she dated him? She's married now though, so... I honestly don't care why you had to ask for her permission. We dated a long time ago. Believe it or not, she was my go-to person for all things Kayode when we started dating. After graduating, we followed each other on Twitter and Instagram. In November 2016, Kayode and I met again after school at his ex's wedding. He dropped me off at my destination. I remember we took a picture together that day. Little did we know we'd end up together. <laughs> Life. That day, when I got home, I realized I couldn't find my power bank, and I texted him on IG to help me check his car. We never found that power bank, but it seemed to open the communication portal for both of us. We were both in relationships back then, so it was nothing serious. Mostly me asking about job openings at the company she worked in. That was in 2016, and by then, I was flying solo. Meanwhile, he was still in a relationship. In fact, in 2017, Kayode proposed to his girlfriend and we all congratulated him. In 2018, I left the country for a job. One day, he replied my IG story with, looks like you're not in the country anymore. I told him that I had jackpot and he started talking about how he was trying the express entry program but having problems with IELTS. I encouraged him. All this while, we never saw each other. Yes. He was still buzzing me about IELTS and blah blah blah. In May 2019, he asked for my number. Before giving him, I explicitly told him not to call me. But did he? Did he not call me? I was perplexed. Do men even listen anymore? <laughs> Sometimes we do. He called me on my birthday in June and sang for me. I think it was from there his hellos became regular. In July, we had a very long conversation. Apparently, he thought I was married. I don't even know why he would think such a thing. Then he spoke about his relationship and how it ended some months ago. I was trying to resolve things, telling him that if he's been with someone for eight years, surely they can sort out whatever difference they have. It was a very long call. Things with my ex didn't work out as we planned, so we had to go our separate ways. They didn't go their separate ways though. I'll get to that just later. In August 2019, I moved to a new apartment and he wanted me to carry him along on how that was going. We ended up talking and I finally opened up about my last relationship, which was in 2016. We got closer. I had to ask him one day if he fancied me. 
I told her I did, but didn't want to get burned, so I was taking things one step at a time. I reached out to Kemi and she was like, he broke up with his fiance, and I had to reiterate that I had absolutely nothing to do with that. Kemi said Kaede was a good guy, and I was like, eh, we'll see. I'll admit that I was skeptical that he was ready to move on. Emotions can be fickle, and I didn't want to get caught in that mess. One evening, I asked him if he had moved on from his ex, and he said he wasn't going back there, so why stay stuck? I laid my conditions because I wasn't about to become the rebound girl. To be fair, I already had my rebound with a three-night stand. I told you you deserve better, so you will never rebound to me. It was long distance, and he had talked about some issues in his previous relationship that I hoped would never be repeated. So my conditions were, are you able to be in a long distance relationship and not feel to need to cop some on the side? All our experiences forced us to be more intentional in our relationship. We dated a year, but marriage was already in the works by December 2019. It didn't come without its issues. We started dating September 2019, but he said he can't let his ex-fiance know he was in a relationship. Excuse me sir, what? Admittedly, I didn't handle the situation well. I didn't know how my ex would take it since we shared mutuals with Inika. I really try to be empathic because it must have been hard to date someone for eight years get engaged and even do an introduction only for things to end i was like i understand but i really didn't understand i was plagued with guilt every now and then and kind of didn't make it easy i know it wasn't my fault they broke up but they could have worked things out if pride didn't get in the way plus he was with me but holding on to her i didn't want to put our relationship out there so it didn't come off as me rubbing it in her face in doing that, I didn't consider Inka's feelings. I wasn't holding on to my ex, I just couldn't deal with things face on because of the situation. It's little things, honestly. When I see your ex's name saved as Ifello, it made me wonder if you were sure of what you want. It didn't help that she was always putting cryptic messages on how she was jilted. I had to confront him. Are you sure you didn't do more than what you said you did? I did not intend to hurt you when I sent you that message with her name saved as Ifello. It was carelessness on my part. I was also not trying to hide anything and it was an error on my part for not putting your feelings first. My opinion, you should have created boundaries. You should have let her know you had moved on and allowed her to heal instead of checking in and sending her cash at will. It created the impression that you were readily available to her, which was unnecessary. So a little backstory. His family had issues with some things she put up online and it created a rift that dragged from 2017 till 2019. She said she couldn't deal with them anymore, and he said his family was important to him. It was a mutual separation, but she always made it seem worse online. She couldn't react to our engagement and marriage because there was no communication between us, so there was no need to know her position. We have moved on to a brighter future. Oga, what are you saying? Kaido that went to the UK and came back with gifts for the second wife, the ex, because the home must be kept balanced. He will come and I'll say she knew he was traveling. This was before the whole boundary issues came up now. You've had boundary issues since September 2019. By March 2020, we settled all the boundary stuff now. Really? Must be nice. Kaede is skipping pages. He didn't let her know he was in a relationship. He must have told her when he handed her the things he bought for her. I thought we had passed to when everything was settled. When I came to Nigeria in December 2019, I found out that Oga has been playing doctor and savior for his ex giving her cash and tending to her needs. I was divided. I know he's a great guy, but he didn't know when to draw the line. And it was worse because he saw nothing wrong with it. He kept saying, I'll handle it my way. And that hurt my feelings. 
He never told me about stuff he did for his ex while we were dating. Ah, uh, babe, yes. I even asked if it was okay to assist her. What about the days that you would have loved to visit? At least I made you know. It was naive of me because I thought you understood. If I understood, we wouldn't have the back and forth of doing things your way. I can be the FBI and that's how I found out about the stuff he was doing for the ex. But I wasn't hiding anything. So, that same December, one guy followed me on Instagram. I started probing the guy because I didn't believe he just followed me randomly. Turns out, he and Kayode had some issues when Kayode was still with his ex. It was after I showed the guy a blog post with Kayode's picture that the guy realized that we were together. The guy told Kayode's ex and she went on a rampage cursing him. I felt guilty because I had unknowingly set the ball rolling. I didn't say anything malicious. I just wanted to know why the guy followed me. Anyway, Kayode ended up sending his ex money after that. He's such a nice guy. This is so messy, but it actually gets worse. After accusing Kayode of digging into her life using that guy, she went online to say a bunch of things. She spoke about an ex who claims to have moved on, yet is still trying to prove into her life. I was so confused because she did all these things and still collected money and gifts when Kayode gave her. I guess she was hurting, but the straw that really broke the camel's back was when she made reference to my person, insinuating he was with me to leave the country and calling him a demon. This happened in March 2020. By then, Kaede and I were taking marriage counseling classes. I wanted him to block her on all platforms and create boundaries because she was saying a lot of things online. This is why I didn't want our relationship out there. It's because of all this unnecessary Then drama. why didn't you block her? After three days of waiting for him to do something, I took matters into my own hands and messaged her. She asked me not to interfere with matters I know nothing about. I really wasn't about to exchanging words with her, so I deleted her message and kept things moving. I'm too classy for all of that mess. She called Kayode and he messaged me and asked why I contacted her. To be fair, I asked if you contacted her. Before proceeding to ask why I contacted her. All of this was happening. I was having second thoughts about the relationship. He was trying so hard to not offend her. If the separation was mutual, why was he overcompensating? She would say she couldn't sleep and it would become a problem. I expected him to be more firm. At some point, she called me a schemer. His parents had to get involved because I blocked Kayode when he was saying nonsense about not doing things my way. All this happened in April 2020 after he called to confront me about contacting his ex. The relationship was not by force. I wasn't desperate to be with anyone. I was doing very fine by myself before he came into the picture. I didn't need the stress. The annoying part was that she ended up being the one to block him. No, I blocked her. I'm not a social media person, so I didn't care what was going on there. Parents had gone to see mine in February. He still sent his ex fiance cash after the introduction. I was still so confused because when he dated his ex, he had no problem putting their pictures up, but with us, he had so many issues doing that. In April, I told him to take a stance. He can't be here and be trying to be there as well. I was afraid of being with a person who would only be with me because they couldn't be with another. This is my fault because I didn't see things from a perspective back then and it caused a lot of friction in our relationship. It all comes down to boundaries. She always managed to be in the picture. Interestingly, after they broke up, she'd ask about who he was dating and he'd gladly tell her and reassure her that he still loved her. 
he just couldn't when we were together. I don't know if it was because of the conditions I laid out. He was probably not serious with the others. So it was easy to say, oh, I'm just fooling around because I can't stop thinking about you. And I really don't think he understood the extent to which it hurt my feelings. I tried to understand at first. Honestly, I did. I would have ended it the moment he said, I cannot let her know I'm in a relationship. Okay, I think I need to address this. It was not my intention to hurt you. I was doing what I felt was best at the time. I wasn't hiding Inka, I just wasn't as open with our relationship. I was waiting for the ideal time to break it to my ex because I knew how tough it was for her. About sending her money, there were a few projects we were doing together and I was just fulfilling my end of the bargain. This was no excuse what happened and I'm truly sorry. I forgive you and I always want you to know where to draw the line. You cannot please everybody. About being married while living in different time zones, when we got married in October, I came to Nigeria and stayed for a few weeks. We're learning to cope with the distance. I find it normal, but he finds it tiring. The distance is crazy, but it's worth it. I feel closer to him. We talk all the time and have dates over the phone. Strange, but we've only seen each other a few times since we started dating. Two weeks in December and when I came home for the wedding in October. On a typical day in this relationship, we are always on a video call. We go to the office together, we practically do everything together via video calls. When I wake up, I call him because it's afternoon at his and we talk till I get to work. I call during my lunch break to say hello. He stays up till I leave the office and then we talk for a bit before he sees. The plan is to have him here with me as soon as possible. About managing the sexual parts of this relationship, there was no sex when I came in December 2019, although we made out. As a person, I'm still trying to figure sex out. We still haven't had it. I've actually never had penetrative sex. So after the wedding, I wasn't ready and he wanted me to take my time. I think my mind thinks of the pain and my muscles just clench. I'd rate our love life an eight over 10. We are in a good place, willing to grow and learn from each other and in life. I worry sometimes that something would happen to him and would not get to love him like I want to. There is so much I'd love to do with him and the distance doesn't help. He's an amazing man who admits his imperfections and is willing to be better. I really just hope we have a lot of time together to explore what life has for us. He definitely has made me a better person in his own way. I would say it's 7 over 10. We still have a lot to explore. It's 7 because I feel we're doing well with the distance. You found Yinka and Kayode's love life story interesting. Check back every Thursday by 9am on zikoko.com slash lovelife for a new love life story. Thank you.